BYU Cougar Baseball is on the air as the Batcats get ready to take the field. The Rockets want deep left field. Left fielder looks up. That is a grand slam home run. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now to get you ready for Cougar Baseball, here's Jason Shepard. Good afternoon, Cougar Baseball fans. Welcome back to Corpus Christi, Texas. We are at Whataburger Field, part of the Clayburg Bank College Classic, where this afternoon your BYU Cougars taking on the Buckeyes of Ohio State University. Jason Shepard and Tuckett Slade with you. Before we move on with the broadcast, we'll quickly pause for our national anthem. Always great to hear our national anthem. Seems to be something just a little extra special when you hear it at a baseball game. Absolutely. Welcome back to Whataburger Field. My broadcast partner, Tuckett Slade, BYU Baseball Director of Operations. Joining me once again, my name is Jason Shepard. Thank you for tuning in on BYU Radio as well as ESPN 960 and the apps. Thanks for tuning in to BYU Baseball. And Tuckett, BYU began this tournament with a win last night over the host school, Texas A&M Corpus Christi, a 6-2 victory. Three pitchers combined for a pretty nice outing on the mound for BYU. Jared Lesser getting his first start for the Cougars. Reed McLaughlin came in in relief, would end up getting the win. And two nice innings from Blake Inouye. Overall, pretty great evening for the BYU baseball team. Yeah, great way to start the weekend. Lesser has really set the tone, right? Was cruising through four, got into a little bit of trouble in the fifth. You can tell he got a little tired, right? Hasn't been stretched out as long. You know, he was a relief appearance last week, but gave us a great start. The offense had Five of our six runs, two out RBI hits, and those are huge, and it was great to see that, get ourselves ready for a big-time matchup for today's game. Absolutely. BYU, the home team designated for today, so they will begin on defense, and taking the mound for the Cougars is Jordan Wood. Jordan began the season getting the first start of the year for the BYU Cougars last weekend in Arizona against Northwestern kind of funny in back-to-back weeks BYU taking on a team from the Big Ten but Jordan Wood I know uh, looking to uh, get another solid outing today against a a 4-0 Ohio State team. Yeah I mean you have your best guy right you have your ace on the hill on perfect rest ready to face their ace one versus a one big time matchup and basically is he's the guy that you just trust to go out there and give you a really good start because he's done that his whole entire career here at BYU. I'm looking forward to a good matchup and a, a great pitcher's duel. Ohio State, we mentioned 4-0, and and one of the biggest reasons that they are undefeated coming into today's game is because of that pitching. They, uh, they've done a great job in their first four games of the year. Cougars taking the field. They'll look like this. We already mentioned Jordan Wood on the mound. I mean, with, a, uh, with a 5.40 ERA and 5 Ks, no decision in his first start. Behind the dish, number two, Noah Hill. At first base, Brian Sue, Jackson Clough at second base. Shortstop, the freshman Carson Matthews. Number 16, Casey Jacobson playing third. In the outfield, number six, Mitch McIntyre in left. Danny Jelilich in center. And in right field, his normal position, number 44, Brock Hale. And today's designated hitter, number 17, Keaton Kringlin. What are you looking for today here for BYU uh, against this team trying to hand them their first loss in Ohio State? Yeah, well, like you said, pitching, pitching, pitching. Wood's got to come out and have a good start. Uh, that 5-3 ERA is a little misleading because he pitched four really good innings uh, in his first start. His fifth inning got into a little bit of trouble but left the game and some inherited runners scored. Um, but uh, 
the biggest thing offensively for the Cougs coming into this game is they're facing a, a left-hander that's 89 to 93 that loves to throw his fastball up in the zone. If you can let that fastball go high and make him come down in the zone, he's a guy that you can hammer. He's a young kid. You yeah, redshirt freshman. Yeah, he had nine strikeouts his first time out, which is fantastic for a kid making his first start of the year. But he's a guy that I think if you are patient and you get his fastball down in the zone, you can really, really do damage. And I expect the Cougars to, to start the game hot early. Yeah, the pitcher you're talking about is Seth Lonsway. He's left-handed redshirt freshman from Salina or Salina, Ohio. I'm going to go with Salina, 6'3", 195. We'll see him in the bottom of the inning. Up first, leading off for the Ohio State. I feel like we have to say that. Number two, Kobe Foppy, playing second base. He steps into the batter's box, batting from the right side. First pitch from Jordan Wood on its way. Taken for ball one. First pitch low from Woody. Overcast skies here in Corpus Christi. That ball popped up into center field. Jelilich there to make the play. Moving to his left. Nice job by Danny. Yeah, it's always a scary team when you're playing a Power 5 team that, you know, traditionally last year they went to regional, you know, won their conference tournament, got to move on. Good little team. But offensively early here, they struggled against Seton Hall. Didn't put up a ton of runs and are only hitting about 240 as a team. But, you know, it's early and, and they're a team that's going to have good athletes and good players. Dominic Canzone, the right fielder now facing Jordan Wood. They're definitely guys, in, when you watch film in the scouting report, that really... They, they don't get cheated. When they swing, they take hacks. They're looking for extra base hits. Woody's pitch to Canzone, taken for strike one. Yeah, Canzone didn't like that. Thought it was borderline low. If Wood's going to get that type of pitch, it could be a, a really good night for him. That's a pitcher's dream to get that low knee pitch called. A one pitch. Low and inside. One and one the count. Change that to now 0-2. Now 1-2 It's Woody's pitch outside. I think the scoreboard is off. Yeah, it's they're, they're off They're off pitch. by a pitch. It's, it's it should be 2-2. Two and yeah, two. It's 2-2. Two 2-2 two. Two two to Canzone. On deck, Brent Totus, the catcher. 2-2 two -two pitch. High for ball three. Now full count to the Ohio State right fielder, Dominic Canzone. He's from Sagamore Hills, Ohio. He's a 6'1", 190-pound junior. Got two home runs on the season. 3-2 pitch, swing and a miss, and he got Canzone swinging. Yeah, lucked out there, a little elevated fastball that Canzone swung through. But, hey, when you get to a, a, full, t a full count and you, you throw it close to the zone, you usually have a good shot of getting swing and misses. Ohio State catcher number 12, Brent Totus. Brent Totus, the redshirt sophomore from Westerville, Ohio. Stepping into the batter's box, hitting 286 with an RBI and two doubles. First pitch from Jordan Wood, taken for strike one. Two outs in the top of the first inning, no score. Ohio State, BYU. Jordan looks pretty comfortable here yeah, to start he really this game. Does. Time called. That's the thing about he has a, a presence. We talked about Jared Lesser yesterday having that presence. Jordan Wood has a confidence in that he's got a work ethic, and the, he's the leader of the pitching staff, and the pitching staff just gravitates towards him. A one pitch. Almost 
hit the bat of Totus as opposed to Totus hitting the ball. The thing I love about Jordan Wood, he's the guy that you'd like all 12-year pitchers to be like. He doesn't care about stats, doesn't care about strikeouts, doesn't care about ERA. All he cares about is giving his team a chance to win, and that's it. And, and you love having those guys on your staff. The ace of the staff, the 0-2 pitch to Totus. Making low for ball one, but low not by much. As we mentioned, overcast skies. There were some light rain showers a few minutes ago right before our first pitch, but that has calmed down. We'll see if the rain can stay away. One-two pitch. Totus turns on that. Fouls it off to the left. One ball and two strikes. Remains the count. Top of the first. Two outs. Nobody on. For number 12, Brent Totus, Ohio State catcher. One-two pitch from Woody. That ball chopped to the third baseman, Casey Jacobson. Easy play over to first. And that'll retire the Buckeyes in order in the top of the first inning. We head to the bottom of the first. Cougars coming to the plate on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Jason Shepard. BYU starting pitcher Jordan Wood did a nice job keeping the Buckeyes off the bases. Three up, three down in the top of the first inning. We are in the bottom of the first here from Whataburger Field in Corpus Christi, Texas. Cougars coming to the plate. BYU's lineup looks like this. Leading off, number three center fielder Danny Jelilich batting second. Playing first base, number 13, Brian Sue. Brock Hale in right field, wearing number 44, will bat third. The cleanup spot, Jackson Klopp wearing number four and playing second base. Designated hitter Keaton Kringlin will bat fifth in the sixth spot. Number six, Mitch McIntyre also playing left field. Casey Jacobson at third will bat seventh in the eighth spot. Noah Hill, the catcher, and the freshman Carson Matthews batting ninth and playing shortstop. Seth Lonsway on the mound. The first pitch to Danny Jelilich has popped up. Into center field, Malik Jones moves to his left and makes the catch. One pitch and now one out for the redshirt freshman left-handed pitcher, Seth Lonsway. Yeah, Jelich just can't help himself. We talked about it <laughs> last night. You talked about that yesterday. And he loves to swing at that first pitch. And, hey, the first pitch of the game is usually going to be right there. I'm all for aggressiveness, but that's only paid off once this whole year with the first pitch triple to start the season. Lonsway now facing Brian Sue. The first pitch to Brian. Called ball one, home plate umpire Ron Teague. 1 0 pitch outside to Sue. Now two balls and no strikes to the Cougar first baseman. Brian hitting 333. 2 0 pitch. Swing and a miss. A strike checks, one. A little weird checks half swing right there. Brian, the senior from San Ramon, California. Bottom of the first, 2-1 pitch on its way to Brian Sue. Ground ball to the shortstop, Noah West. Over to first base, and Connor Pohl. That's now two away here in the bottom of the first inning. Yeah, attacking, attacking, attacking with that fastball. So far, both starting pitchers today are just really going after it. Brock Hale comes to the batter's box with two outs here in the bottom of the first inning. No score. It's BYU and Ohio State. First pitch to Brock is low for ball one. You know, it's interesting. The scouting report showed that he missed a ton up in the zone in his first start. We haven't seen that and, so far. And everything's been missing down. 1-0 pitch from Lonsway. Outside for ball two. 
Back-to-back -back hitters that Lonsway has got to a 2-0 count, a 2-0 pitch. Swing and a foul ball straight back from Brock Hale. Now two balls and one strike. Lonsway, 6'3", 195 pounds. Brock Hale, 6 feet, 205. The 2-1 pitch. Swing and a foul straight back. Evening the count at two balls and two strikes. Two outs here in the bottom of the first inning. Yeah, he's attacking the hitters. All fastball so far this first inning, which we knew is what he wants to do, right? 89-93 really likes to attack. If you're Brock, you have no idea what's coming right here. Just look fastball and go for it. 2-2 two -two pitch. Got the inside corner striking out. Brock Hale looking. Three up and three down for the Cougars in the bottom of the first, heading to the top of the second from Whataburger Field. No score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Jason Shepard and Tuckett Slade with you from Whataburger Field in Corpus Christi, Texas. Part of the Clayburg Bank College Classic, BYU and Ohio State. Cougars won last night 6-2 here as they were taking on Texas A&M Corpus Christi. First pitch in the top of the second inning from Jordan Wood is a swing and a miss from first baseman Connor Pohl. He hails from Arcanum, Ohio. He's a 6'5", 225 junior, big guy. Got four RBIs, hitting 214. 0-1 pitch. It's the inside corner. Woody's ahead of pole. 0-2. Oh the 0-2 pitch from Jordan. Outside for ball one. Now one ball and two strikes. Yeah, good sequence so far. He went change up, swinging, first pitch, fastball in. Then he went fastball away for a ball. He really can go to any pitch he wants right here. Brady Cherry on deck. Pull, swing, and a foul back. Count remains. One ball and two strikes. We're a little closer to the net at this press box than we were at Sloan Park, so I don't think any of those foul balls are going to get close to us yet. Thank goodness, because yeah. I almost got hit. You almost had to buy a new laptop. Yes. And by that, you mean BYU Broadcasting. Yeah. <laughs> One-two pitch from Jordan. Swing and a foul. The count to Connor Pohl remains one ball and two strikes. Yeah, that came dangerously close in Mesa. I'm talking like, like six to eight inches away. BYU the home team in the dugout to our left. Ohio State to our right. One-two pitch from Jordan. That ball popped up in the left field. McIntyre able to make the catch. Now one out in the top of the second inning. It's one of those games where we have that kind of a weird high sky. Not, uh, the, the sky is so, I mean, we have a fog warning, right? So it's thick air, a little moisture in the air. Anything in the air, the infielders are, are, are pointing out and trying to help each other communicate so that the outfielders can see it. The lights are on in the middle of the day because of the type of, temp, uh, uh, of air that we have out here. Brady Cherry leading the Ohio State team in batting average, hitting 500 with two home runs. Yeah, he's hot right now. He is aggressive. This guy in the scouting report basically says this guy is swinging for a home run every pitch. Yeah, two home runs. He's got two RBI and then two doubles. The 1-0 pitch from Jordan Wood. Outside for ball two. Jordan's done a nice job to begin this game. As you mentioned, looks to be in control. The 2-0 pitch to Cherry. 
on its way. Swing and a foul out of play. Now two and one to the Buckeye left fielder. It's a senior from Pendleton, Indiana. 6'2", 2'10". Wood gets the sign and the pitch. Mm. Called low for ball three. Now three and one with one out. Nobody on in the top of the second inning. No score between BYU and Ohio State. Looks like it's going to be one of those strike zones where you have to be on the white. Oh, boy. That ball is hit deep to left field. Right at the warning track is Mitch McIntyre, who wow. makes the catch at the wow. wall. A great job from McIntyre to eye that ball the entire way and makes the catch for a long out right at the wall. So the best part about that is Cherry, he bat flipped it and was jogging barely. He wasn't even the first base when that catch was made. And Mitch goes up over the wall and brings it back. That was fantastic. That ball was hit so high, yeah. I thought that just on traveling down it was going to yeah. get out. Yeah, unbelievable. Great play. Great job by Mitch McIntyre to keep an eye on that ball right off the bat. That just shows you the type of air today, right, that the ball isn't going to travel. Anything in the air is just going to stick and come down. Great play by Mitch. Great timing of the jump right there because if you mistime that, it's over your head. Absolutely. And you're down one. Nate Romans, the designated hitter at the plate, now with two outs and nobody on. He's quickly behind 0-2. Woody coming after the hitters, certainly. He said, hey, that, that woke me up a little bit. <laughs> i gotta, I got to come back and get, get the ball down again. The 0-2 pitch to Romans. A little bloop right over the head of the second baseman, Jackson Clough. And that'll be a base hit for Nate Romans. The first hit of the afternoon for Ohio State. Yeah, it's tough to give up 0-2 hits, but Woody threw a good pitch right there, down and away that he just was able to just barely get under it and flare it over second for a single. I know as a pitcher that frustrates you. Hey, I made a good pitch there, you know, and he just got the best of me. The third baseman, Zach DeZinzo, freshman from Alliance, Ohio. 6'4", 195, big guy. Hitting 167. Now two outs with a runner on first. Woods' first pitch taken for ball one outside. Man, he does not like that outside corner to right-handers. There's three or four pitches. Haven't been giving it to him. Yeah. Ron Teague, the home plate umpire. First is David Frame. 1-0 pitch. Similar spot. Now two balls and no strikes. Zach DeZenzo. Romans at first. Got a base hit off Wood. Previous at bat. Ground ball to the shortstop. Flip over to second. And that'll retire the Buckeyes in the top of the second inning. We head to the bottom of the second. Scoreless game between Ohio State and BYU. You're listening to Cougar Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Jackson Clough at the plate facing Seth Lonsway. First pitch, swing and a foul out of play. Strike one on the BYU second baseman. Jack's leading the team with five RBI. A one pitch. 
Jackson shows bunt, pulls back, evening the count at one ball and one strike. Well, Lonsway's a guy as a lefty that really falls off the mound. So if you can push bunt it towards second and get it by him, that's a hit all day. 1-1 pitch on its way, low and in the dirt for ball two. Jackson has done a really nice job to begin this year. As we mentioned, five RBIs lead the team. He's hitting 238, but he's had some big hits with runners in scoring position. 2-1 pitch, high for ball three. That's really good take right there. That's a tough pitch to take. Elevated fastball that just looks like a beautiful pitch to swing at, but that's the one he wants you to swing through. 3-1 pitch to Clough, high for ball four. Jackson will drop the bat and take his base at first, and the Cougars have the leadoff man in the bottom of the second inning. Yeah, he's great at bat there by Jackson. We talked about him having some clutch at bats this year. All of his RBIs have been in two-out situations yep. and walk-off type situations. It's been fantastic. Keaton Kringlin, the designated hitter, stepping to the plate. Nobody out. Now the runner on first. No score. BYU and Ohio State. Kringlin holds off the swing, takes strike one. He's still just attacking with that fastball. I don't think he's throwing anything else in the first two innings. What did you say through 89 pitches in his first game and, and 80, were, 80 were strikes? 80, 80 fastballs, fastball, excuse 80 me? fastballs, yeah. He's coming right at you. The 0-1 pitch. There's a breaking ball. Breaking ball for strike two. Keaton in the hole, 0-2. Spoke too soon. Wouldn't be surprised to see him come right back with another fastball. Yeah, elevated, trying to get Keaton to swing. Clough at first, nobody out. Kringlin at the plate. Takes ball one. Now one and two from Seth Lonsway. Well, outfield's actually playing pretty deep. Center fielder is extremely deep. Right field was deeper than they were playing last night, and left field's probably be about average. And Jax can certainly go first to third. One-two pitch to Kringlin. Swing and a miss. Strike three in the first out in the bottom of the second inning. That brings Mitch McIntyre to the plate, his first plate appearance last inning. A fantastic catch on a towering fly ball from Brady Cherry. Mitch McIntyre right at the wall, took a home run away. Nice job by Mitch to see that ball right out of the right off the bat. Keep it a scoreless game in the top of the second inning. First pitch from Lonsway is taken for strike one. Mitch had a real big swing last night, right? Really got a hold of that home run in the second inning to, to take a one nothing lead. His swings are starting to look better. He's a guy that we expect to have a, a really productive offensive year this year. He pulled that ball right over the wall in right field. Throw over to first by Lonsway. Clough back safely. Which, hey, we're at sea level here. So, <laughs> you know, this is not altitude. So every home run you hit, you earn. You earn it. You earn. Especially in this damp air. Added weight. A one pitch. They appeal, see if McIntyre swung. They say he did not. Evens the count at one ball and one strike to the BYU left fielder and a quick throw over to first. They try to step back throw. Try to catch Jackson on one more step. One one pitch. From Lonsway, outside for ball two. You can tell that Lonsway is kind of an effective wild type guy, right? 
He'll attack with that fastball, but it seems like the catcher is setting in. He throws it outside. He's throwing it. He sets it away. He throws it in. Kind of doesn't really know where it's going, but it effectively because of that, there's a ball constantly never thrown in the same spot. 2-1 pitch. Swing and a foul tip. Is that because of the youth? I mean, he's a redshirt freshman, and is that just going to take time? Yeah, it's just, you know, it's probably one of the reasons why. Either he had an injury last year, that's one of the reasons you redshirt, or he just wasn't developed enough to, to pitch in games. Casey Jacobson on deck. 2-2 pitch to McIntyre. Low for ball three, and now a full count. It's a good take right there. It's a tough pitch to lay off. Yes, it was. Down and in. Jackson Clough at first, one out, a 3-2 count to number six, see Mitch McIntyre. See if Jackson gets going here. Clough on the move, that pitch outside for ball four. Nice job by Mitch McIntyre to avoid swinging on that ball, and he'll earn a walk. And now Casey Jacobson comes to the plate with one out and two men on. Third baseman number 16, Casey Jacobson. Really good patience. It really is. I mean, not swinging out of the zone and, and knowing the umpire has a smaller zone and making him earn strikes. Now this is where, hey, two, you got to make two walks hurt you. That's right. Casey comes to the plate 0 for 7. Yeah, now would be a good time to get that yeah. first hit. First pitch to Casey, low and in the dirt for ball one. Yeah, he's uh, he's hitless on the air, but he's had some really good yes, he swings. Has. Yes, he you has. Know, he, he hit some balls really hard in our opening first two games that he played in. And uh, just, you know, high, deep fly balls to center that, you know, if he hit him down the liner in the gap, probably we're out of here. But when you're going to center field sometimes, it's a tough place to leave the yard. That's right. But the entire infield and the coach coming out to talk to Lonsway. Yeah, this is where uh, Coach might just give Casey a take here just because he's starting to look a little erratic, you know, not comfortable on the mound all of a sudden. Yeah, Casey talking with head coach Michael Littlewood. Noah Hill on deck. Yeah, Casey's by far our best defensive third baseman. It's a shortstop by hard in, in high school, came in, can really pick it and play defense. You know, and he's had some clutch hits for us in his career. The guy who's just been constantly battling for a for a role yep. in this lineup and uh, senior now from from Texas, family in town to watch him. Y you hope that uh, they can see him have a little success here. It's hard to believe he's a senior already. I know, right? A lot of these guys, when I began covering the team, they were all freshmen, and now they're all seniors. One zero pitch to Jacobson. Inside for ball two. Lonsway having a hard time finding the strike zone right this, now. This umpire has a weird mechanic. I keep thinking he's going to call a strike with the forward fist so that we can't see it, but it's it's not a strike. So I'm, I'm glad he's not calling that a strike. It's just weird. It kind of fools me. Of which way is he going to go? 2-0 pitch to Jacobson. Two on with one out. 2-0 pitch, low and in the dirt for ball three. Yeah, and you're definitely taking here. Absolutely. Mitch right there was a little aggressive at first. Did you notice that? On the ball in the dirt, he started heading to second. I'm like, hey, Cluster, you, you can't do that. He got back in time, though. 3-0 count to the Cougar third baseman, Casey Jacobson. 3-0 pitch, low, but called strike one. Good, and you're still way ahead in this count with 3-1. He's still got to come to you. You don't have to get outside your zone. Take your walk here and load him up for Noah, who 
He's had a really good yeah, clutch absolutely. season. Yeah, yeah, if you're Lonsway, you are not wanting to add another base runner with one of the Cougars' hottest hitters coming to the plate next. Now, certainly, you'd love to get a double play if you're Lonsway and not have to worry about Noah coming to the plate with runners on. 3-1 count to Casey Jacobson. 3-1 pitch on its way, and a ground ball to the third baseman. Nice stop. 5-4-3. It's going to be a double play, but Jacobson's safe at first. He'll get the out at second. Renner will advance to third, so now runners on the corners with two outs. It's a nice job by DeZenzo. I thought that was going to get past him. Yeah, so did I. Really good play. I thought that was in a six hole for an RBI. But great job by Casey getting down the line and not letting that be a double play, which gives Noah a chance to hit in his favorite position with the runner on third and two outs. That's where Noah loves to hit. Yeah, absolutely. It was three for three last night. It changed what was an error to a hit, which was the right call. It was, yeah. Now two outs, runners on the corners. No score. We're in the bottom of the second. Lonsway pitching to Noah Hill. First pitch to Noah. It's low for ball one. Noah leading the team in batting average at 438. He's got four RBI. He's done a fantastic job behind the dish as well. 1-0 pitch to Hill at the inside corner for strike one. Now good, one and one. Yeah, good take right there. No need to, to swing at his inside fastball that's running in on your hands. One-one pitch. Taken for strike two. Now Lonsway ahead. Noah Hill, one ball and two strikes with two outs in the bottom of the second. We've got a battle here. Two strikes. Find a way to put a ball in play. BYU's done some damage with two strikes and two outs. One-two pitch. Ooh. Bounces wow. front of home plate. About three or four feet in front of home plate. Great nice job by the catcher. Yeah. Totus blocked that. That gets away. Clough at least has a chance from third to score. I mean, and certainly Jacobson moves up to second. Yeah, that's hard to block that pitch. He did a great job. Now a 2-2 count to the Cougar catcher, Noah Hill. 2-2 pitch. Ground ball to the second baseman, and he'll run over to second, step on the bag, and retire the Cougars. Cougars made some noise, didn't score a run though in the bottom of the second. We head to the top of the third from Corpus Christi. No score. The Cougars take on the Buckeyes on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Corpus Christi, Texas. Top of the third inning. No score as BYU takes on Ohio State. BYU baseball brought to you by Bank of American Fork. Enjoy a free checking account that can earn big interest with the MyRate checking account from Bank of American Fork. Jordan Wood back out on the mound. For the BYU Cougars here in the top of the third inning. First batter he faces is the shortstop, number eight, Noah West, hitting 357 with four RBI. The 5'11 junior from Westerville, Ohio. 0 1 pitch is outside for ball one, evening the count at one ball and one strike. Ball hit into left field, popped up, but McIntyre makes a much easier catch yes, than the last time he caught a fly ball in left field. 
It's one away here in the top of the third inning. It's one thing we talked about in our broadcast quite a few times so far this year is how talented the outfield is. I mean, there's a lot of good athletes out there with McIntyre, Jelich, and Hill that really can play and cover a lot of ground, and it showed that, you know, last inning. One away here in the top of the third inning. No score. Struggling at the plate, hitting 091. Senior from Richardson, Texas. I'll tell you one thing, Looking Chef, behind 0-2. These Ohio State Buckeyes love to crowd the plate. They are right on top of the dish. They're right on top of that line. It's the closest you possibly can getting on that plate, forcing a pitcher to want to have to throw in the inner half. Wood ahead of Jones, 0-2. The 0-2 pitch is outside for ball one. And the philosophy to that is, okay, it makes the pitcher uncomfortable because sure. there's less space to work with. So if you miss in, you can hit them. And now a fastball that's away kind of becomes a little bit down the middle a little bit to some guys. So you can give them an advantage. But if you can get a pitcher that can really throw it on the inner half and command that, it's almost impossible to hit that. Well, and Wood just went inside. It was high and inside, yeah. so it's ball two. But Woody's not going to. Let the hitter dominate the plate. 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Foul tip. We'll throw down to first for the out. Yeah, it looked like a foul tip, but it was just in the dirt. Swung through. Great block by Noah and throws him out at first. Now two away. Nice job by Jordan Wood. Second baseman, Kobe Foppy. Kobe Foppy, the second baseman from Phoenix, Arizona at the plate. 5'10", 170-pound senior. Hitting just 143. It's top of the order for the Buckeyes. Yeah, averages don't mean so much to me early just because they've only played four games. Got a guy who, you know, only got a few hits on the year. Foppy flies that into right field. No problem for Brock Hale, and that's three outs in the top of the third inning. Heading to the bottom of the third from Whataburger Field. Cougars coming to the plate on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Lonsway facing the freshman, Carson Matthews. Lonsway behind Carson, 2-0. After Matthews, back to the top of the order, and Danny Jelilich. 2-0 pitch is... Taken for strike one. Now two and one to the Cougar shortstop. Two one pitch inside. Now three and one to Carson. Yeah, I like the I like the uh, bats right now as far as being patient. Normally Carson's out there just swinging, 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 but he's being really patient here and getting his. Three one pitch to Matthews. It's the inside corner for strike two. Yeah, just barely got that corner. Three and two the count to Carson Matthews. 3-2 pitch, swing and a foul ball. Did get over the it netting. Did. It did. It has to be. But that one, I mean, that, that was hard enough. That was a good 15 feet to our left. I think you could have caught that one, you know. I may have to go Peter Pan on that one if I'm <laughs> catching that. 3-2 pitch once again in the dirt for ball four. Carson Matthews, as you mentioned, patient at the plate, earns a walk, and the Cougars have a base runner in the bottom of the third inning. Yeah, I love the approach right now. They're... They're not getting outside their stuff in these first few innings. 
and uh, doing a really good job of making him work. Yeah, you don't want to give in to a guy like this. Yeah, when you when you when your nine hole walks to start the inning off to, to turn the lineup over to your best hitters, that's a great way to start an inning. Thanks for listening to BYU Baseball on BYU Radio and ESPN 960, as well as the apps. First pitch to Jelilich almost hit him in the left leg. He turned around and another the great, ball just missed him. Great block. I mean, I don't know how he even blocked. I don't know how it didn't hit Jelich. I don't know how it was blocked. Yeah, Totus yeah. Did a, had a nice block. Otherwise, Matthews is at second base. 1-0 count to the center fielder, Danny Jelilich. Another pitch inside for ball two. Lonsway is another one of those pitchers, and we've seen a lot of them that begin the year that's Works fast, although now with a runner on, he slowed things down just a little bit. BYU, by the way, is 3-for-3 three three on stolen bases to start the year. 2-0 pitch. It's a ground ball to the shortstop. Over to second for the first out, and he won't get Jelilich at first. Nice hustle by Danny Jelilich out of the box. Now one away. First baseman Brian, Brian Sue now coming to the plate. Wesson made some pretty good plays right there. That's not a, that's not an easy play backhand to get that that uh, force out. It's a tough play. Made it look easy. Yeah, he did. Brian Sue grounded out in the first. Shows bunt. Pulls the bat back for ball one. And if you're going to bunt Jelilich to second, this is a guy that can certainly do it. One of the best bunters on the team in Brian Sue. Hitting in the two spot today, as he did last night. Did a nice job. Swing and a foul ball off to the right. Now to play into the stands. One ball and one strike to the Cougar first baseman, Brian Sue. On deck is Brock Hale. One out. Runner on first. No score. Bottom of the third inning. Oh, they've got Jelilich. He was running. Oh, he got, got it, a though. pitch out. Yeah, so they caught him, right? The left-handed move, though. Jelly went on first move. He threw to first. But it was a little wide to the first baseman. First baseman then had to throw to short, which was then off wide, and Jelilich slid around it, so he actually gets a stolen base out of that. It's now four for four. The Cougars on stolen bases. Well, and a runner in scoring position. Definitely a break that you catch on that one. Timeout called by Totus behind the plate. Things change a little bit now. The count's still one and one, but now Jelilich at second base. Nice stop by Totus. That ball was in the dirt in front of him. Now two and one to Sue. Yeah, on the pitch out, it looked like they had Danny, but not a great throw, and Jelilich does a nice job of sliding around the tag, and he's at second base. Well, speed puts pressure on you, right, because he's quick and made a decision. It made them make a decision, which didn't work out in their favor. 2-1 pitch. Ground ball past the second baseman. Jelilich rounding third. The throw was coming to home plate, but not before Jelilich slides in for the first run of the inning. 
and the Cougars lead one to nothing on the RBI single from Brian Sue. Yeah, second baseman was just playing a little too far out the middle, and he just slapped it there. Little four hopper that got through the infield wasn't hit hard enough to Jellich couldn't score. Right fielder came in hard to make a good throw, but with Jellich's speed, he scores easy. Nice job right there. I was a little surprised that they actually threw home. I yeah. thought they would throw to second to yeah. keep Sue at first. Yes, he and Sue hesitated, which kept him at first. If he would have went right away, he hit it easily because the ball was in the dirt. He could have got to second easy. Cougars with a lead. The batter is Brock Hale. Still with one out. First pitch is taken for a ball. Now 1-0 to Brock. Sue at first. Cougars leading 1-0. One-zero pitch, low for ball two. Yeah, offensively it's fantastic right now. They're making him work. He it's, looks uncomfortable. Yeah, speaking of, of Lon's he, way, he does. I mean, and that's a, that, that's the mo on him is that hey, if you can get on base and get him in the stretch, he gets a little erratic, and you can make him work long counts and becomes your advantage. Two-zero pitch outside for ball three. I mean, all three of those pitches to Brock have been spiked or way away. It hasn't even been close. In case you're wondering, no activity in the Ohio State bullpen. It's tough to have a guy down there this early when you have your ace on the mound. <laughs> As a coach, you just mentally just don't want to do that. 3-0, high for ball four, and he walks Brock Hale on four pitches. Brock will now be at first base. Sue trots down to second. And as we speak, they head down to the bullpen. <laughs> <laughs> Making their way down to the pen to loosen up a little bit. And you could guarantee that Seth Lonsway noticed that out of the corner of his eye. Absolutely. This well, is where you really have to make this inning hurt, Shep. Put up a crooked number right here. Hey, BYU's leading RBI man, Jackson Clough, at the plate. The runners at first and second. Only one out. And BYU leading one nothing. Jack showed bunt, pulled it back. Ball one from Lonsway. Outfield still playing deep in all three positions. Sue's got enough speed that on a, on a single, 95% chance he's going to score, if I'd have to say it. I like those chances. 1-0 pitch to Clough. High and outside. Yeah, and that's five, six straight. Six straight balls. He is having a difficult time, speaking of Lonsway, finding the strike zone. Well, and the Cougs have done a fantastic job of not swinging at the borderline pitch, right? And and going to have another meeting at the mound. All the, the entire infield on their way out and the coach. As they take their second visit of the game, we talked about earlier in the broadcast, earlier in the week last week, about how there's the new six trips limit, right? You only get six in a game. And uh, so you have to be really selective on when you make trips. But anyways, the Cougs are doing a really good job offensively right now. There's some, been some borderline pitches that have been called balls. You swing at those, and all of a sudden now you're down 0-1 instead of 1-0, right? On a 2-0 count, you don't swing at that pitch, and now it's 3-0 instead of 2-1. So doing a really good job of making him work, and we're talking we're in the third inning now, Chef. Bottom of three with only one out, and he's already at 54 pitches. So really making him work. Yeah, being patient to begin an at-bat changes the progression of the at-bat. Absolutely. And now even with Jackson 2-0, I, I'd be taking here. Right? Until straight. he can prove yeah, that he can straight. throw a strike, yeah. you absolutely take. Six straight. 
2-0 count to Clough. Runners at first and second, one out. BYU's already scored a run here in the bottom of the third. They lead Ohio State 1-0. Lonsway looking back at Sue at second. 2-0 pitch. Swing and a foul tip for strike one. And Clough said, I'm not listening to you guys. I got a, <laughs> I'm swinging. a fastball down the middle, and I was hacking. But if you're going to take a swing like that, I've got no issue with that, being on time, ready to go. Sue at second, Hale at first, Clough at the plate, ahead 2-1. 2-1 pitch, outside, didn't miss by much, but enough outside that home plate umpire Ron Teague said ball three. Yeah, it's called that ball all game, though. It's all you want as an umpire, right? It's consistency. consistency. Yep. one pitch. Runners were moving, and fair that ball. ball is fair past the first baseman and into right field. Sue will score from second. They're sending Brock Hale around. He will score from first base, and the Cougars add two more runs on a two-run double from Jackson Clough. Yeah, I mean, that was fantastic. 3-1, if you noticed, coach sent the runners, right? On Both that runners were on the move, you're hey, right. So it's basically a 3-1 hit and run. It's a it's ball four, you're going to hit a, a missile. And sure enough, he hits a missile, and the Cougs get a bounce that bounces off the wall, and instead of going into the corner, it stays in shallow right field, which means the first baseman had to go cover it. And with Brock Hale running early, he scored from first easy without a throw. Great job by Jackson Clough and great base running by Brock Hale and the Cougs. That ground ball just stayed fair, and it resulted in a double for Clough and two-run scoring. BYU increasing their lead now in the bottom of the third. To three to nothing. Yeah, great third inning right here. Good at bats, patient at bats, and when they're getting their pitch to handle, they're making it hurt. Jackson, my goodness, is he clutch. He lives for those moments right now, doesn't he? Jackson has done a fantastic job. Now seven RBI on the season. Keaton Kringlin lines that into left field. That will score a run. Clough will score from second. And Keaton Kringlin ends up at second base with a stand-up RBI double. Yeah, just big time. It kind of just reminds me a little bit of last night, Shep, where, you know, you get that big hit to kind of relax the hitters, as Clough just did, and then it became a back-to-back -back doubles in that, in that big four-run seventh we had last night. It's great to see Keaton get going. He's a guy that can really carry this glove, and that was a fantastic swing right there. Here's the thing about Keaton. Even if the swing isn't happening for him right there, the guy is still a happy guy oh, yeah. and a positive guy, and people appreciate that. Yep. That helps a team in situations where things may not be necessarily going so well. When you've got positive players like that, it's great, as you mentioned, to see things starting to warm up at the plate. It really is. I don't know how he does it. He's just the, like the happiest guy that's ever on, the, on this planet. He's an unbelievable teammate, great kid, always happy, smiling. Love, love being around that guy. McIntyre at the plate. And he's ahead in the count, 2-0. and oh. Runner at second in Keaton Kringlin. BYU has scored four runs here in the bottom of the third inning. They lead 4 nothing. Just keep adding on. Keep putting the pressure on. Putting the on. pressure on. Still only yeah. one out. Yeah, pedal to the metal. McIntyre earned a walk last inning. 2-0 pitch. Line right up the middle into center field. Coach Littlewood sending Kringlin as he rounds second. Kringlin will score from second base. It's now 5-0 BYU on the RBI single from Mitch McIntyre. 
Yeah, great swing by Mitch. Got a fastball down the middle, and he didn't try to just pull it. He hit it right back up the box. I don't know if you noticed, but Keaton Keaton did a great job base running there. It looked like the pitcher might catch that because it's just right over his head. So what does he do? He freezes, lets it get through, and then scores easy. Looks like we may have a pitching change here. Making the long walk out to the mound. I tell you, Shep, when you can, when you, it has to be a pitching because the second, the second mound visit in an inning, you have to, you have to, sub him in. Head coach so. Greg Bills in his ninth season in Columbus makes the move. He's going to go to the bullpen, and that'll do it for number eleven, Seth Lonsway. His afternoon is done. We'll let you know the Buckeye pitcher when we come back. BYU so far scored five runs in the bottom of the third, looking to add more. We'll come back with more on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The new pitcher for Ohio State, number 31, Will Finnig. Right-handed pitcher, freshman from Mason, Ohio, 6 feet, 160 pounds. He comes in relief of Seth Lonsway. Lonsway giving up five runs in the bottom of the third inning. Cougars not done. There's only one out. Casey Jacobson, the batter. Runner at first base. Well, Finning on the scouting report has him at 87 and 90 with a 78-mile-an-hour breaking ball. Will mix a little bit, but likes to attack you with the fastball. Nothing overpowering. McIntyre was on the run. Yeah, a little hit and run action right there. Jacobson fouls that pitch off. I like that. Still just adding pressure, saying, hey, let's go. Tough pitch to, to handle on a hit and run, though. A ball elevated and away. Hard to get on top of that pitch. 0-1 count. The Cougar third baseman, Casey Jacobson. The Texan. In the Dallas area, Flower Mound, Texas. 0-1 pitch taken for strike two. Finnig ahead in the count, 0-2. As we mentioned to begin the broadcast, Ohio State came in. It only played four games, but they were 4-0 and feeling pretty good. Hadn't played in a while, though. BYU taking advantage, scoring five runs so far on the bottom of the third. Jacobson with a... Ground ball past the second baseman. That'll roll into right field, and he'll stop at first. McIntyre advancing to second. Yeah, It'll be fantastic. Casey's first hit of the season. And now runners at first and second with Noah Hill coming to the plate with one out. That's fantastic to have a two-strike approach right there where he just said, hey, I'm going to find a way, and hits a ball hard to the full four hole. And he, like you said, gets his first knock of his senior year. Takes a little pressure off him. Get off the schneid a little bit. Yeah. Feeling good. His parents in attendance. At least I saw his dad. Yeah, dad is here. First pitch to Noah I Hill. It's low for ball one. They're from Dallas. Okay, that's where Flower Man is. I think that's what got to be a. It's like a five-hour, five hour roughly yeah. five or six-hour drive, I remember somebody saying. Yeah. About a three-and-a-half-hour drive from Austin to here. 1-0 pitch. Inside for ball two. 
Finnig now dealing with runners at first and second, still only one out. I had no idea where Corpus Christi was, even on the map, until we were coming down here. <laughs> I thought it was on the other side of the Gulf, towards the Houston area. I was really confused when I saw the old Google Maps. 2-0 pitch to Hill, taken for strike one. 2-1 two to Noah. Ohio State started a redshirt freshman. And in relief, bring in a freshman right-hander from Mason, Ohio, Will Finnig. Lonsway was a lefty. Finnig, right-hander. Get Noah in on the hands. He pops that up to first base. Now two away. The batter will be freshman Carson Matthews. The old infield fly roll right That's there. Right. Batting next for the Cougars, shortstop. Carson Matthews. Carson Matthews started this inning with a walk. Cougars have now hit around. Matthews coming to the plate. The runner in scoring position at second. Jacobson at first. Matthews takes strike one. Yeah, good breaking ball right there. Well, pretty good speed on the bases. Mitch at first, uh, second, and, and Casey's pretty fast at first. Carson can get on base. We're going to have a pinch hitter. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Jaron Hall on deck. Hmm, interesting. That would be the spot that Danny Jelilich had. 0-2 pitch, swing, fouled and a miss, off fouled off. Catcher, yeah, yeah Jellich sometimes fights a little bit of a back That issue. was my first. So, yeah, could be. First thought. Maybe was it's tightening up on him. And now they've, Cougars have taken Jaron back into the dugout. Kobe Kelton has yeah. come on deck. Also one of our outfielders who's a. Uh, Texas boy. Met Kobe's parents and his grandma yesterday. The 0-2 pitch to Matthews. Called strike three. That'll retire the Cougars in the bottom of the third, but BYU scores five runs. We'll head to the top of the fourth. Cougars leading Ohio State 5-0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. <laughs> 